Hello, welcome to Persuade You, the podcast where I, Stephen, recommend to you, the listener, stuff and things that I think you're worth your time in checking out. So first, I want to encourage all of you to, if you haven't yet, check the show notes or go to the Facebook book, <laughs> the Facebook group page or the Twitter page for the podcast. You'll notice there is some fancy new cover art and banner artwork. I know it's finally up. It's finally done. And it is gorgeous. Uh, again, as with all the artwork that is for this and the other spinoff podcast that will be starting soon. Hi, a future Steven here. During the edit, as I'm listening back to this, I realized that I didn't talk about what the spinoff was going to be whatsoever. I was just like, hey, there's this spinoff thing and uh, moving on. So just to give a quick aside, the spinoff show that I'm talking about was somewhat introduced a few episodes ago when I had Greg from Fandomies on. We went over Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's what the new show is going to be about. The new show is going to have guests on where they persuade me to check something out that they're recommending. It will still be in the same format, so it will still be safe for work. Everybody will be able to listen to it. And if you look at your phone right now, you'll be able to see the new show work. I will keep a few of those episodes going forward in the same feed, so you don't need to subscribe to a new RSS. However, in the future, as these episodes start to pile up, I will probably start a new feed for them. So I just wanted to let you guys know that right now, you don't need to do anything. Um, you don't need to follow any new Facebook accounts or Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Um, all of that will stay on the same accounts. And then in the future, if I decide to move them to a new account, I will let you guys know. So you have nothing to worry about. That's what the new show is going to be. I hope you guys like the new artwork and let's get back to the show it was done by adam foreman again all his stuff will be linked in the show notes and i love everything about this it's fantastic he's been amazing to work with and so i just wanted to give a minor shout out at the beginning of this episode that way you know you guys can all check it out and make sure you live him some love so other than that let's get started Okay, so for this week, it was originally going to be like three different topics. I had started, I wanted to do one on weighted blankets, but uh, mine isn't here, so I can't do that yet. Um, the other one was going to be on investing in like a new bed, which is a great recommendation. And you hear lots of podcasts go over different like um, ad companies that you can go through, or correction, different companies in their ads uh, for like different types of beds or like where you can go to get some. And like that may still be a future episode, but I didn't feel like it was like in the nature of what I wanted to do for this. So last minute, I completely changed everything. So if you see any posts that are uh, about beds or a weighted blanket, I will do my best to make sure that those don't actually go live <laughs> and uh, I'm able to delete all of those or at least push them back a few weeks until I decide uh, that, uh, you know, that's exactly what I want to do. So for this week, this week is going to be the Magic School Bus. And I know some of you are probably thinking, well, yeah, duh, that's an amazing recommendation. Why is, why is this like, this shouldn't be an episode. This is just something that people know. Yes, it is something that some people should know, but not everybody knows or not everybody knows where to find it or different places to look. Um, some people don't even know what it is. I'm going to link an XKCD comic below so you guys can check that out. But the basic philosophy is that just because you know something 
somebody that you know may not know that thing or a lot of people so uh this week i wanted to go over the magic school bus but also the magic school bus rides again i think both of these shows are fantastic and i want to go over as to like why and then some other places you can find the show as well as the books because there's a ton of books that you can go check out also as a quick note before we get going uh I bit my tongue, so if you notice that uh, some of my words are coming out kind of weird, that's because I'm trying not to hurt it, so uh, just be warned. Okay, let's get into this. So, The Magic School Bus, I watched when I was a kid uh, amongst tons of other different shows, but it was so much fun, and basically to sum it up, it goes over a elementary school class and their professor, or teacher in the original magic school bus miss frizzle and she's a lot of fun and has magic and so like the school bus is magic but also miss frizzle is but they don't really dive into how or why or any of that stuff and you just kind of go it it starts off amazing just by the theme song alone is fantastic but they also got a lot of great voice actors and talent into the show. So you can have so many different guest stars into the show. And my personal favorite happened in the new show, which is the Magic School Bus Rides Again. They had Nathan Fillion in the show, who is uh, somebody that I know really well from the show Firefly, which you can uh, find on Netflix. I'm pretty sure it's still there. And if it's not there, go to Amazon. It'll definitely be there. But also, he is also the voice for one of the characters in Destiny 2, which is a video game that I play. So I wanted to touch on the Magic School Bus, specifically the second, the sequel, the Rides Again one, because I think it got a really bad rap when it first came out. And I think a lot of people didn't think it was going to be as good as the original or because some of the voice actors changed or because they added a couple new characters that it just didn't have that same feel. For me, as I have a very young daughter. She's four right now, so she is super into the Magic School Bus and a bunch of other, uh, you know, young kid TV shows and movies and stuff like that. She absolutely loves both of these shows. And I think the second one, when you as a parent go back to watch both of them, you can see that the older one is definitely dated, not only by the kind of bleached uh, white appearance of the old TV show. It's not as crisp, it's not as clear, and you can tell the audio isn't as great as it is today. Of course, technology with the advancements that we've made, yeah, naturally, filming has gotten better, recording has gotten better, and animation. Jeez, the animation is phenomenal. But also on top of that, I think the sequel does it better in that they tackle more controversial topics. And I don't mean this as in like, <laughs> like, politics or religion. I mean certain topics that kids and parents can both get invested in and you can have these conversations with your kids or even with other parents about, you know, wow, that was that was really great because one of the episodes and I think, man, I want to say it was the, no, it wasn't the season finale, but maybe it was, but there's one where they go over climate change and they go to the past and they examine ice cores, which are a thing. Uh, scientists at the poles will drill these huge long tube looking these huge cylinders out of the ice and those cylinders because they're frozen water were able to capture what the atmosphere was like however old the ice is and by measuring the gas bubbles 
in the ice, you can tell what was in the atmosphere at that point in time. The magic school bus goes into this. And I think as somebody that is really into science and really into science communication and how important all of this is, I think it's great that we can see these things actually be taught, not shied away from. And I think that's, I want to attribute that to the show, but also as much as to the original author. I think Joanna Cole, who is the author of these, is fantastic at telling these stories and she's able to make them educational and fun at the same time so you can definitely see that a lot of the magic is fictional of course but a lot of the stuff that's taught is non-fiction these are things these are facts these are things that happened and continue to happen hi uh future steven here um i just wanted to interject past me real quick just to interject something so in the old magic school bus there you're gonna find some things that are a little dated uh, uh, the best example of this is in the episode when they go to all the planets, Miss Frizzle is on planet 9, which is Pluto back then. Since then, it's been demoted to a planetoid, so it's not a planet anymore. That is all. Okay, back to the show. I think Ariel, my daughter, her favorite episode, I think, if I had to guess, would be the trees episode. Um, now, I'm going to have a couple links in the show notes. <laughs> a couple links. I think we all know by now there's going to be more than two links in the show notes. But there's going to be a link to that episode. But there's also going to be a link to another podcast called Ologies, which is one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to, as well as a few friends of mine. But there's an episode in that podcast all about trees. It's called Dendrology, which is like the study of trees. And I had listened to that episode before I had watched this episode with my daughter. And I learned so much in that episode. And then when I watched the Magic School Bus, they went over almost the exact same stuff in a shorter amount of time that I was still able to understand. But I was also able to understand it on a deeper level and explain some of the more nuanced things that the show either didn't dive into or, um, you know, only grazed the the like surface level of what was going on. I think that's my favorite and I think that's her favorite as well because it goes into trees talking to one another, trees communicating with one another. And we think of trees as these like, yeah, they're alive, but I mean, not really. You can't, you know, you can't train a tree to go fetch. You can't, you know, you don't feed a tree the same you do a new puppy. You don't train it. You don't have to worry about it wetting the carpet or anything like that. But the Magic School Bus went into trees talking as a dare, as a bet between two kids. One of them was arguing that, no, trees can't talk. That's ridiculous. And the other one was like, yeah, yeah, no, they totally can. And they went into it. They went into, do trees talk? Do they communicate with each other? How do forests work? Is there a mother tree? How does all of that work together? And it was fascinating to see all of this play out in a way that I enjoyed myself as much as she did. And uh, I'm kind of nerding out about it, but I think that is a testament to how great the sequel is as a follow-on to something that many parents might my age older or younger grew up with or it's one of those shows that you know parents are like encouraged to let their kids watch hey no um you know when new parents are like oh well you know i don't want my kids watching tv all day what is some educational content that they can watch where i don't have to be worried about what they're seeing or hearing the magic school bus comes up all the time and i think a lot of people will say oh well you know the sequel isn't that great i would beg to differ 
not only is the sequel better animation, sound, all of that, just the technical aspects, not only do they tackle subjects that are, uh, like I was saying, like a little more complex topics. I think controversial may have been the wrong word, but more complex is definitely a lot better. But I think this show is better only because they didn't get rid of the original Mrs. Frizzle voice actress. She's in the sequel, except now she's a professor with a doctorate and she is there from episode one to the very last she's now a professor and so she doesn't take the reins from the new miss frizzle she stays around and she's thrown in periodically throughout the show but she is at the end of every single episode as for those of you that uh, remember the old show and those of you that don't at the end of the episode they would have um, different voices, different languages call in from all around the world, and they would speak to a character. At the time, it was Malcolm Jamal Warner, who most people will remember from being Theo Huxtable on The Cosby Show back then. But he was also in Read Between the Lines and so many other things. So when they would call in from around the world, they were calling in to talk to him. And I believe he was another teacher or... Um, a parent of a kid and then he would answer those questions that the kids would call in about the show and get some more clarification or on how some things worked but now now when people call in they talk to professor frizzle and she's still there and i think it's fantastic that uh netflix who now owns this they decided to keep her in the series and the voice actress was great enough to come back don't get me wrong i'm sure they are paying her a bunch of money but i think she deserves every penny it's a little bit of nostalgia for those of us that remember but it also ties into the uh you know like the lore of the magic school bus universe which i'm sure is far more complex than any of us give it credit for i think this show is one that you can jump into at any episode and you'll basically be good to go. They did an episode which Ariel likes to refer to a lot because it's about allergies and how people get sick and they go into one of the students and they try and figure out what is causing his itchy eyes and runny nose. They go into, well, is it a cold? Is it is it the flu? I mean, what's making him sick? And Ariel has allergies, uh, just like I do and her mother does, and a lot of people do. Tons of people have allergies. And so this was another great way where I've been trying to explain uh, to her what allergies are and why she has to take medicine every now and then or, you know, stuff like that. And this show was able to show it to her in a way that words can get lost sometimes. I don't think I talk down to her. I think uh, I talk to her and basically am pretty upfront when it comes to, you know, hey, this is what's going on. This is why it's going on. Do you understand? And then she can ask questions. But I can't animate. I can barely draw. So this show is great because it's able to show her these things and then she can turn to me super excited and point to the screen and be like, oh yeah, now I get it. I get it. That's what's going on. And to see the look on somebody's face when like, I get it. I, I know like the light bulb goes on. That is a moment that I think everybody understands and loves to see when you're trying to explain something to somebody and they just get it. And seeing that switch, it's a lot of fun. And I think right now there's a lot of content that some people are missing or looking for. And both of these shows fulfill that, but 
you don't have to just stop at the shows. There are tons of books you can get. You can get the ebook version, which you can find on like Kindle or whatever Apple is calling their books now. It's either like iBooks or Apple Books or whatever. Um, you can also go get the books from your local library if they're still open. I know a lot of libraries are closed now, so you may not be able to get them there. Um, so ebooks would probably be the best place to get them or at least rent them. A lot of libraries have an app where you can rent the books, but there are also audiobooks. And I think the narrator, uh, her name is Cassandra Morris, at least in the Audible website, I assume that the narrator is the same no matter where you go. I think she does a great job as well. I think she is fun and exciting. And of course, there are sound effects as well. So it's not just her voice you can hear, like the bus you can hear, the kids in the background. I think it's a lot of fun as well. So if you're, you know, like driving because you, you know, you have to go to the grocery store or you're one of the essential workers, so you have to drive your kids to like a daycare or like a babysitter, you can put this on in the car and boom, you're, you're good to go. And you can, you know, rest easy and not have to constantly worry about like filtering out the content and making sure that it's okay. I think the books and the audiobooks are fantastic. The audiobooks are also great because you can do a read along. Because these are like the physical books and it's at a pretty easy pace. And on top of this, they added a special sound effect. So that way when you hear that sound, it means to turn the page. So the kids can follow along by listening for that sound. And so they can see the pictures as you're driving or as they're listening if they have like kid approved headphones on as well they can listen and turn the page at the same time because the book is guiding them through this so they can also read and listen along again i think that's the magic of different mediums getting content to different types of learners i think a lot of people learn differently a lot of people absorb information differently whether it's youtube whether it's an audiobook whether it's reading a physical book different ways work best and the more you can incorporate different learning styles, I think that will probably be the best way. And again, I don't think I could recommend the Magic School Bus enough. I'm really big on educational content, uh, huge. It's basically almost all of my YouTube subscriptions are, are either like, Three Blue One Brown, which is a math channel, or Mark Rober, who's uh, an engineer, or it's Smarter Every Day. There are there are tons of educational YouTube channels and creators out there that make this stuff, and I think the Magic School Bus is right next to them. And I think, if I'm being completely honest, probably influenced them in some way to pursue this path, or at least laid the groundwork that way they could go through with this. So I think that's gonna do it for this week. I think this was a pretty easy recommendation overall. I think that not only are the topics amazing, I think they're easy to understand. I think that it's fun for both parents and kids, which I'm sure is told a lot, but it's one of the very few times where I actually agree with it. You can find it on Netflix. You can find the audiobooks in, uh, you know, whatever app you choose to use. So you can use Libby or Overdrive if you want to use like a local library. You can use Audible, which if you search Audible for kids, you right now, because of what's going on in the world, you can get audiobooks for free. So that's pretty great. They, of course, they're pre-selected for kids specifically. So again, I'll have that linked in the show notes, but I think that's going to do it. So, so thanks for listening. Please, if you haven't already, go to 
uh, either Podchaser or Apple Podcasts or CastBox and leave a rate and review. It helps get this show to more people. And thanks for listening. So I think that's it. Okay, bye.